0: Hi, folks, this is Audacity and Love and Life, and I am your host, Sean Matos. Happy Cinco de Mayo Day. Happy Taco Day. Anyway, uh, of course, I had to run out and get, you know, I had beer at tacos at this place. It's uh, a small little store on the corner of Third uh, and West Almond in Vineland. And they make awesome beer tacos, to me, much better than this place that uh, a lot of people go to um, called Julio's. I was not impressed with their tacos or anything, and I felt they were uh, overcharging, too, on top of it. But, you know, to each his own. Like, everybody gets to figure out what they like and don't like on their own. Everybody has different taste buds, etc., you know. So, anyway, <clears throat> I, I like this place, and there's another place called Takira La Tahana, I think, on Lanus Avenue. Um, I haven't been to them since they moved, and because I keep forgetting. Uh, I think they're between 6th and 7th on Landis. They got a bigger building. So I love going to them because they have really good authentic I like authentic Mexican food. That's why I don't I'm not a fan of Taco Bell and all that. It's just not authentic for me. It's you know, I guess because when you have authentic food, you know, like from out west and everything from Mexicans and I went into the really bad part of like El Paso, Texas and my uh, friend that I was with had a fit because she was like, why are you going here? We're going to get killed. And I'm like, this is where the real food is. This is where the authentic shit is. You know what I mean? Like, I want to eat an authentic, you know, authentic Mexican food, you know? Um. So, yeah, so there's that place and then there's this B, it's called B's Mini Mart on the corner of 3rd and West Almond and uh, I had my birra tacos, and they make the homemade, uh, what do you call it, uh, chips? You know, tortilla chips. Oh my god, and the mole sauce. Oh my god, and they're from Oaxaca, which is like Oaxaca has like seven moles that they do. They are like the 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 uh, you know the region of mole. That's that's their that's their specialty you know what I mean, among other things, but, anyway, so, wow, just, mm, you know, like, like, I always say, um, when I eat good food, I'm having multiple orgasms, It's <laughs> why I don't really have to worry about having sex, I just have multiple orgasms from eating good food, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but, um, anyway, oh my god, I had, you know, like, I love talking when people talk to me about my podcast and stuff, and then they generate questions uh, about things. And you know, I I don't want to keep talking about this person that I <laughs> wanted to ask out. You know, but it's you know like I definitely need to clarify something because um, um, that and something else too. But anyway, f- with her, I uh, I w her her ex boyfriend and I you know, became friendly, and with that, he started opening up about things about her, and, you know, so it changed my mind about her at first, um, and then I thought, you know, why am I judging her on what he's saying, because it's coming through a filter through you know, what they went through together and, and how he feels and thinks about things that she said and did or whatever, um, which is quite frankly, none of my business. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, I'm, you know, Hey, look, I know he was, you know, uh, venting, I guess, you know, and, uh, and I, and I, you know, with hearing what she, he said about her, I became uninterested. Like, whoa, okay, well, you know, she don't have to worry about me being interested in her if this is the way she is and whatever and everything. And he did say some things, you know, in hindsight, and I did let her know, look, you don't have to worry about me being interesting in you and whatever. But, um, you know, because of what I heard and everything, and I didn't go into details or whatever, but... You know, uh you know how dare I judge somebody based on other people's opinions and then sit here and tell people about how I've been judged, you know based on other people's opinions and whatever and lied about and whatever and you know um and and then he also did i felt bad for her too, and in hindsight uh thinking about the other things that he said um you know that she was cheated on and lied to, something about being in a casino and her the boyfriend she was with went out and cheated on her at the casino just all kinds of stuff you know and and I, I felt bad i'm like wow i know i've been there you know what i mean like and we're not perfect and everything and you know what changed my mind back to being interested in her is because of my um experience with her and that when i judge people you know, I, I always try to judge people from my personal experience. Not to say that they may not be a bad guy in somebody else's story. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm a bad guy in somebody else's story too. You know what I mean? But that I choose to, to judge people based on my experience with them. And my energy and vibes that I get off of them, or whatever, um, and you know so that 's why I changed my mind it's you know is because you know I realized this is how I felt about her when I first saw her. you know what I mean, and why would I uh, change how I feel about somebody based on some on how somebody else feels about them or what they say about them, and that 's what everybody, not just with her but in general and friends and whatever like my experiences with my friends the ones that I'm still friends with and the ones that I don't want to be friends with anymore they're all my decisions are all based on my experiences with them you know and that's how I gauge uh people on how they treat me I can't go around uh not liking somebody based on what somebody else went through, and I don't know whether it's true or not, and I don't know, and, and I don't know, uh, you know, if they're, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, <sighs> God, um, you know, purposely saying things because they're angry and hurt. And and, and look, I, I know the guy was is hurt by the situation or whatever. But at the same time, like, when we were talking and, you know, I was telling him, like, if you guys were fighting all this, like, this is like you were together for, what, two, three months, four months, whatever the case may be, you know, like, and you were fighting the whole time back and forth and stuff like that, then, you know, that's not, where's the honeymoon at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know it's almost like you guys were forcing yourselves to be together you know and then he says they they met like the first night and they were they slept together the first night and they were drunk and whatever they went to this bar uh sidelines and all you know like and i'm like you know okay well you know you you don't have to talk to me about going home and you know having a one-night stand but you know you know, if if you have a relationship where it moves so quickly and everything like that, you know, <clears throat> typically it's not going to work out. You know, and and uh, and it's a shame. You know, like we, you know, everybody wants to vent about things that they're going through and stuff like that. And then he said some things that were disturbing to me. Like, why would you do that? Something about she fell, uh, she hurt herself on the railroad tracks in the ATV and. And he, she was behind him, and I'm thinking, why would you let your girlfriend be behind you? Like I wouldn't leave my girlfriend behind me, for all the money in the world. Especially when you're on the ATV, you can't hear. When you're on an ATV, you cannot hear what's going on. You, you, you have to go by sight. So I would never, if I cared about anybody, and I was uh, somebody's, you know, if I was with somebody that I loved and cared about, or dating, or whatever. They're going to be in front of me so I can make sure they're okay. If I'm, you know, if I'm flying up the the road on a trail or a railroad track or wherever, and you can't hear because of the engine, you don't even know what happened to them. If they got hurt, they could be kidnapped, shot behind. You're not going to know. You're not going to hear it, you know, let alone not see it. So I was like, dude, why why would you even let her be behind you in the first place? You should be making sure she's going to, she's okay, you know, so... You know, I, I understand why she went off on you. You know, it's not your fault that it happened, but, you know, you could have at least been more, you know, um, you know, thinking more about her, you know, to make sure that she was going to be okay looking out for her and stuff like that. So, like, you know, we all get emotional. You get hurt, you, you're going to go off. And he didn't like the fact that he got yelled and screamed at in front of people and whatever and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean... It's all stuff like that, but it was, uh, but it, I mean, he just, I think, told me the worst of her. <laughs> and, and, and it like, woof, you know, like spun my head around a little bit. And then I, you know, after reflection on everything, it's like, well, this is what happened with them, you know, and I can't judge, uh, people on what happened between them and their dynamics and stuff like that. And I have to, I have to judge people by how I'm treated, the vibes, the energy I get, my gut reaction about people. So that's why I changed my mind, okay? So are you happy now? So let's move on to the next thing. All right. Now, somebody said something about uh, with the girl following me, videotaping me, the girl's girlfriend that, you know, has been lying about me that's related to the bartender I wanted to ask out, that, you know, had, they they asked me about did you ever when your Peruvian girlfriend was being stalked did you ever follow uh that girl around or whatever and I said no like I had no interest in engaging in the behavior that that woman was really engaging in not being lied about she was really engaging in this and I had no interest in being involved in that whole toxic scenario um and, you know, what good does it do, whether it's true or lie, to engage in that kind of behavior? That's emotional immaturity at its best, you know, on top of actually instigating a situation that, you know, could turn really dangerous and and fatal in, in a sense. You know what I mean? So that's like uh you know that's bullying intimidation and harassment is what it is and stalking you're actually accusing somebody of stalking and then you're doing the same thing you're engaging in that same behavior if not worse you know especially like that girl why I didn't want to waste my time with anything I you know the whole uh, we gotta, we gotta meet up with her. I mean, we're literally going out to eat, you know, and and literally have to. Oh, we have to leave the restaurant now because um, she wants to switch cars. Well, fuck her. We're we're going out to eat. It's you and me, not me, you, me and her. Like you know, just give her a car. You keep a car and cut ties. Like enough with this game back and forth. You know, at the end of the day, I, the less contact I had with her, the better. I didn't want to see her ever. Let alone waste my gas, my time, or whatever, to follow her around. You're you're trying to say somebody's stalking, but you're the one following them the, around. You're the one videotaping them. You're the one you're the one engaging in what you're accusing somebody of doing. And this woman was actually doing things and you know the cops had to be involved and stuff like that. And it's not, you know, it wasn't look, at the end of the day, did I protect my girlfriend? Because I had to. We would have been chopped up with a butcher knife. I had to. Both of us. I had to protect her. You know, I loved her and I cared about her. So we didn't, you know, there was a situation that was created because of my girlfriend uh, not really following through on following charges against her and following through on things and then lying to the cops and said she invited her into the apartment, you know. And, And then all that scenario break down to me having to fucking wrestle a fucking butcher knife out of her hand and have my nose punched again. And bleeding, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, you know, re re refractured my fractured nose, you know, or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, when when you handle things, you got to handle things the right way. And, you know, that that whole following somebody that you're accusing somebody of doing um, and and engaging in the same behavior that you're accusing somebody of doing, you're the one. Uh, in, in, trying to instigate a situation, you know, um, you're, you're the one who's actually engaging in the criminal behavior and everything. And I wasn't having none of that, you know. My, my thing was, you know, she needs to be out of our life because, it, you know, it's supposed to be two of us, not three of us, in this relationship, you know, and, and the whole psychotic, violent stuff is just not my thing, you know. So, no, I never engaged in that kind of, you know, stuff at all at all. Um, and I don't recommend anybody do, you know, like I said, I think I mentioned something about this real estate agent friend of mine that, you know, found out that her boyfriend, you know, broke up with her and was going with this woman and we're, you know, she, she, she wanted me to go to Hamilton. I'm thinking, oh yeah, we'll go to Hamilton, get something to eat, whatever. No, she's driving by her ex-boyfriend, And a new girlfriend's house, and she's driving by that, and then he left to go to Wawa, and she's following him to go to Wawa. I said, look, I don't want any part of this bullshit. You're stalking, you're stalking, and she says, I'm going to say that he's stalking me. I just want to see what he's doing, then I can claim he's stalking. I said, oh, no, because I've been through this shit. I've been on the other end of the false accusation. You are not getting me involved in this shit. You need to take me the fuck home right now, because I am not even, you know, getting involved in this bullshit you know and and I told, you know, the broker that we worked for and let her know, you know, that this is the shit she's engaging in. I'm going to forewarn you that if she follows through with this shit, she's going to go down. And, you know, and you know, I don't know, you know, uh what's going to happen, but I'm just forewarning you that she's engaging in some bullshit that she really should back down off. You know what I mean? So I so said I'd been falsely accused of that shit, and I'll tell you, it's not something that you know anybody should be involved in, really. You know, so uh, she did. She pulled her in the office and and told her, "Knock it off, and don't bring people along um, to do this shit either." You know, so and look, the girl never talked to me again. But I don't, you know, I don't need to be hanging out with people like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so no, so there. I clarified that. So anyway. um, you know, I just wanted to, uh, uh, let you guys know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try, cause I am a foodie and I have not really been going out that much, but like I went to get some Sioux food and, you know, I went out to dinner last night and then I, uh, you know, lunch today, I got Chinese food sitting in there, you know, they gotta eat and everything, um, but I'm – and then I got I got stuff I got to cook, a steak and corn on a cob. I love corn on a cob. Oh, my God. And I love Mexican corn. Oh, my God. And I forgot to get that today. I might end up having to make me some Mexican corn here today because I love corn, man. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm trying to put out podcasts and I was going to talk about like – Coercive control and, like I said, the dark horse of the night uh, stuff. You know. Um, Oh, good! They halted the execution of Richard Glossip. Supreme Court temporarily halts. Okay, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, we can't. We got to stop killing innocent people because our our judicial system fucking sucks. And the Supreme Court look. Clarence Thomas is over here breaking every ethical law in the land, but yet he's overseeing and telling and judging on cases um, that involve ethics and right and wrong. and you, know, come on, we can't have this kind of country, man. We can't. you know, we got to hold even the highest people in the country accountable for their shit, you know? It's unfucking real. You know, so, at the end of the day, I watch too much noise and it, and, 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 and news, and then I get it, it, it just, you know, I, when you go through shit where you've been falsely accused or, or whatever, you know, you really do feel for the people that are in a system, especially if they're being put to death um, for a murder they didn't commit or a crime they didn't commit, whatever, it's horrible, it's horrible, um, and nobody should wish that upon anybody, you know, um, and it's unfortunate that we have and, – and, you know, that that people are saying, look, this guy's – we've got evidence that this guy is innocent or whatever. You know, Attorney General is trying to pick up and fight for this guy to keep him from getting killed. It's just ridiculous that, you know and, – and then it's like, nah, yeah. You know, one person, uh, uh you know, a, a one judge or whatever can rule and say, yeah, you know, I don't like him. I don't like his mustache, so fuck him. I send him to death or whatever, or they don't want to read through the paperwork, and you know, oh yeah, I don't give a fuck, you know you know we're tired of feeding him in prison, well, you know what, let him go because he's innocent, <laughs> you know what i mean or or let let's do the due process thing the right way, you know, but anyway, no, don't let me get started that's why people like i I'm too passionate about. About things, and some people can't handle that, you know, because they want to mosey through life with their heads up their ass and pretend like there's nothing going on in this world um, that isn't going to affect them until it does. And then when it does, you know, that's like, holy shit, well, how, how did, where did this come from? Like, why, why, I didn't know gays can't be married anymore. I didn't know, you know, blacks can't ride on a bus anymore. I didn't know this, that, and know other thing. Like, you know, until it hits them personally. People will never worry about shit until they're personally involved, and believe me when I tell you, I've had things where I had, um, uh, I had an issue in a bail bonds agency long years ago, and um, they weren't paying me my money. You know, so I took them to court to get the money that I was owed for employment wise, because they kept fucking me and fucking me and fucking me. And, you know, and so I said, fuck it. I'm just, I'm following a complaint, Department of Labor. And, you know, I'm getting my money. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a slave. I'm not, I'm not working for nothing. I got bills to pay and everything like that. And you're not going to fuck with me and get away with it. So I took them to court and I won, you know, and I fought them and they had three lawyers on their side because, you know, it's a big company across the country and, uh, and everything. But after that, and I asked other people who, you know, they had gotten their pay fucked up a little bit, but not that much, you know. And uh, I asked them, come testify in, in this, this hearing um, on my behalf because it also affects you too. Nah, nah, I'm not getting involved. Nah, nah. And then, don't you know, like two, three days later, I get a phone call from one of the coworkers that I asked, to come testify, saying that they screwed him over big time, and what did I do, you know, how do I go about it, can you testify for me now that you won against them, and I'm like, fuck you, because this is the thing, now it affected you, now you care, now, I don't want to be bothered. I did what I had to do. I asked you. You didn't want to do it. And that's your right. You can not do anything for anybody. And my right is I'm not going to do anything for anybody who I asked to do something for and they didn't want to do it. And now you fucking turn around and call me and now you want me to do something for you. Fuck you. I don't care anymore. Not my problem. Just like my problem wasn't your problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You know? So at the end of the day, people really got to have, you know, pull their heads out of their asses and start paying attention to what's going on in this in this country. That's how Hitler got away with the Holocaust. Because people didn't really give a shit, you know. Or or they were wholeheartedly on his side, you know, and, and drank his Kool Aid. You know? Um so at the end of the day, everything that's going around in this country and in this world is gonna affect you at one point or another. And you know, you you gotta wake up and smell the roses. Or smell the shit can whatever you want to smell, but you got it. You got to see that you know we are all connected in one way or another, and at some point, um, you know, and, and everything that happens in this country and in this world uh, affects some of us, if not all of us. And at some point, it's gonna be all of us. You know, it's just a matter of time. You know, so um, you know. I hope everybody's enjoying their day. I hope. You know, you're eating one of my favorite foods, tacos, and um, you're enjoying yourself and having a margarita and driving safely home from wherever you are. If you go out drinking uh, at a bar, I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Whether I am going to go anywhere, um, but I did at least get my taco in case I don't feel like going anywhere. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the day. You know, the night or the day or whatever it is you're you're doing and. And, um, you know, and and it's funny how people, uh, they don't want Mexicans in this country, but they sure to fuck love Mexican food, don't they? (laughs) And they sure to fuck celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but I don't want any Mexicans. By the way, uh, those Mexicans that you're bitching about, they're picking the fucking food that in the field, a job that you don't want to do. You know what I mean? So... You know, while you're bitching and moaning and shit. And believe me, I know the situation with immigration is horrible because there's such a fluctuation of people coming into this country. Not only from Mexico, from El Salvador, Ecuador, everything. You know, people have to realize something. Every country that the Americans have tried to help a leader in or whatever politically um, or, you know... uh, you know like help with giving weapons to or whatever um every every country that we try and help um especially in the latin american countries they always fall by the wayside and then then you know their their whole system crumbles and everything and And, um, then we have to then pick up the pieces and that's why all these people are coming to America because if we kept our fucking nose out of their business to try and help some of the countries out, they wouldn't be in the predicaments that they are now, you know, and, you know, and, and now, you know, we suffer from it because, um, you know, we're, we're always kind of getting our nose into some places we shouldn't belong, you know, like. And and another thing, like Osama bin Laden is a perfect example of somebody that we fed all our CIA information, you know, taught them how to use our weapons, whatever, helped them out, whatever. And then he turned skirt on us and and killed thousands of our people and everything, you know. Um, and, And this is what happens to us, you know. Uh, you know, just, it's always that, you know, be careful how you try and help people out, you know what I mean? Because they might just use it against you later on or whatever, you know? Um, and, and that's exactly what happens, you know? So, I'm hoping that, uh, um, shit gets better instead of worse in this, in this world and in this country. Um, so, uh, anyway, but... I don't want to, you know, get everybody depressed on Cinco de Mayo Day about what's going on in this world. (laughs) So at the end of the day, just be, uh, you know, be careful if you're going to go out and drink and party and everything and and celebrate, you know, the the Mexican victory over the Second French Empire back in 1862, um, you know. It was a big deal for them, so um, I got a, a friend of mine, my Mexican friend, that um, you know, it's it, it's more of a big deal. She said, like it's more of a big deal for us Americans. Basically, we Americanize the holiday than it is for them. I think you know what I mean. But uh, anyway, have a safe have a safe night, and I will try. I I, I just don't want to go into any more. Uh, I'm not feeling the whole co- coercive control episode yet and the dark horse of the, uh, a dark night of the, the soul, or whatever thing. Um, uh, because, uh, I just ain't feeling it, you know, I'm just going to do what I feel. So, and it's taco day. It's like fucking, I'm not ruining taco day for anybody, <laughs> you know? All right, man. Take care of yourselves. Bye bye.